The show is brought to you by adamandeve.com. If you go to adamandeve.com and enter glory at checkout, that's G-L-O-R-Y at checkout, you'll get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing and free shipping. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 416. Of cognitive dissonance. And uh, I don't have a pithy intro. No? No. No, I was, I was trying to think of a pithy intro. While you were doing the intro. That's always when I try to think of them. Okay. It's just, you know, yeah. I'm like a spur of the moment sure. kind of guy, yeah. you know, like yeah. whatever, just like, boom, pops into mind. Mm. Whatever's in the top of the old bean. Mm. Nothing. That's Nothing. what's in the top of the old bean, my friend. <laughs> the bean is just... It's just Zero. a fucking. You ever like? You ever flick your bean to try to get it? So it I resent that. Thank out. you. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's not my thing. Okay. I'm a bean flicker, okay. but it's not my bean. I. You ever when you're a kid, you ever go like to the grocery store and like you wanted to get a gumball mm-hmm. from a and the the machine is just empty. There's just no that same sense of total and utter disappointment is how I felt reaching into the old brain pan for a clever intro. Just nothing in the machine. Gumballs are empty. There's so just much going on, too. You could talk about a million things. Nothing up there. I, it's been a fucking week. It has been. It's been a week. We have all these stories to talk about. I don't want to talk about any of the stories in right. the intro. That's true. That's My true. intro this week, Cecil, mm. it's about how there's no intro. Mm. Meta intro. It's the motherfucking Seinfeld that of intros, bitch. <laughs> That's right. Super meta. That's right. Still found a way to make it. All right. Here we go. So please stick with us after that, guys. <laughs> hope you'll stay. You guys here. loved that. You all loved that. First story is from Patheos. It's Fredly Atheist blog. Pat Robertson tells woman her disease returned because she wasn't godly enough. Why are we covering this? That seems entirely legitimate. It seems totally true. Now, the best part about this, Tom, is that that's only a portion of this. Really, there's a bunch of other questions, too. And this is a great clip. It's got like four questions on it. Did, and they're all amazing. Did her disease arrive the first time because she wasn't godly enough? And then she still wasn't godly enough? I think there are diseases you can get by not being godly, godly enough. <laughs> and you got to be careful because some of those are antibiotic resistant now. So, <laughs> All right. So let's listen to this. This is his. If you're happy your and you know it, clap your hands. Comma, honest <laughs> answers, colon. Okay, so here we go. You can get that in your colon. All right. It's time for your questions. Some honest answers. Let's start with Kathy. She says, I believed I was healed by God, but my sickness came back. Why would God heal you and then give you the ailment back after you praised him for healing you? <laughs> There's just some woman out there like Kathy no. is an atheist now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Kathy. Thanks for listening. It's so funny. It would be great if Pat answered it honestly. Like, 
You know, do you want to you want to play along? You want to oh, play yeah. along and answer the yeah, question honestly? Be, okay, so yeah. All right, so, so Cecil, that's so the question. My, my question to you is: I believed I was healed by God, but my sickness came back. Why would God heal you and then give you your ailment back to you after you praised Him for healing you, Tom? What was what's the answer? Uh, my answer is. Uh, I find fault with your basic premise. Yeah. <laughs> I love, she's like, I believed I was healed by God. It's like, yeah. well, well, you know, have you considered yeah. that maybe you were neither healed nor was it from God every word in the beginning of that sentence? Wait, right. you know, maybe you were healed, but yeah. God is not antibiotics. <laughs> God maybe. is not radiation therapy. Did you take all 10 yeah. days of your God? Yeah, exactly. Like, did you take, because if you don't, all you're building is stronger demons or whatever. Oh my God. They become God resistant demons. I love this question because it is clearly, she is one step away from our atheism on Reddit. I know, right? <laughs> she's like, she's going to be there. What if in she like poses it there and they're just she's like, she's going to oh, be there in a week. Oh, honey. In a week. Well, hold on a second. If there was a God, why would he heal you and give you the ailment back after you praised him? Because he's a dick. <laughs> it's, he's a dick. That's the only logical reason. That would be the only way. We had a conversation, I think, with Noah when he was in when he was in studio, and we're like, "Yeah, if you're gonna say that God's just a dick, then it'd be much harder to argue against God. But when you say he's benevolent, it's super easy to argue. There are small fish in rivers that will swim up your urine stream and live in your penis. God is an asshole if he's real. <laughs> That's not something you create if you're a benevolent God. So are they oh. constantly swimming upstream?" <laughs> They just always swim upstream. They're street. like tiny salmon. <laughs> so the, the bitch of it is, in order to prevent them, you need tinier bears to yeah. eat them. And not- <laughs> I put tiny bears and I put a small fishing ship up my penis <laughs> to try to stop the small got, salmon. It's like it's like the penis yeah. version of like swallowing swallow a fly, fly to catch a spider. You just got suddenly you got the whole crew of fucking <laughs> that crab show on Discovery in your penis. <laughs> What is it? The deadliest catch? <laughs> it's the deadliest crotch. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! god. Being great venereal uh, disease. I'm sorry, you've got the deadliest catch. No, it's not. Is dead- it okay? Am I going to yeah. be okay? No, yeah. it's the deadliest yeah, catch. You've it's- got the deadliest crotch. So there's no, you can't. There's no getting back that back. It's the yeah, worst. You're BD. just basically shooting crab pots. <laughs> 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 And there's some, and there's some wisecracking guy throwing a buoy out of there trying to grill. Oh, I get uh, the stethoscope out. Oh yeah, it's not good. You just hear the sonar. That's not good. I can hear the ocean in there. He puts your face by the claw. Oh, classic sign of the deadliest crotch. That's no good. That's horrible. All right, let's hear Pat. Let's hear Pat. He doesn't top that, I bet, though. Well, you remember Jesus gave a teaching about a demon. He said, you know, after the demon is cast out of a person, he goes into arid land seeking someplace, and then uh, he goes back to the house that he left, and he finds it swept and garnished, and he brings seven more worse than himself. Well, then why would you send him out in the first place? Well, I said there's no reason to send him out if he's just going to exponentially get bigger. Like, we'll just be like, well, fine. I guess I'll just have this fucking small person, this little person demon in the house rather than seven giant demons. Is there no way to close the door after you clean your house? You got like this metaphysical house. You just fucking cleaned it and swept it. You got things all spring and spruced up. 
it's like, like Hotel California. They, motel. Once they check in, they can never leave or whatever. <laughs> exactly. It's like a, Motel Six. White, six. White six. Ev- <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> white evangelists have no problem locking black people out. You think they have no problem <laughs> locking the demons out? Uh, so, um, disease, you know, has a certain life to it. Some some diseases, uh, they're like like animate creatures. And they want to go back to the house where they left. And you have to fill that that void with something. and that- With medicine. So what you do is you just take in a bunch of medicine or radiation or chemotherapy, and it gets rid of it. There's a virus-shaped hole in my heart. <laughs> and I have to fill it with more viruses? I need this little... What? The fuck? <sighs> she said she prayed. He's going to say, like, you got to fill it with something. He's going to suggest it's fucking Jesus. Yeah. But she already thanked Jesus. Already like, what else that. does yeah. she need to do? Okay, fucking, here we go. Old man winter. That's what the teaching was. You have to be filled with the spirit of God. Uh, and that disease is gone, but you, you somehow are welcoming it back. It isn't God putting it back. It, the, the, the disease wants to come back and you receive it. So you it's have your, to It's be- your fault. You're, You're the worst person ever. <laughs> I thought I got rid of my dysentery, but it's my fault because I still have dysentery. What, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? What an asshole. That is some loving, generous advice. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really you know, trying to understand why yeah. I'm so sick all the time. Well, maybe it's because you're a cunt, Laura. <laughs> It's what? like that old stupid story where they're like, and I prayed hard enough and I didn't get raped. I know. It's the same awful thing. Story. It's the same shit. I prayed real hard and I didn't get the cancer. Jesus. Maybe if your resting yeah. bitch face didn't let demons back in. I had to chop off a titty, but he's back now and now I got to lose both my legs. <laughs> Begin to stand against these things. Yeah. So that's all I can say. It's yeah. your that's fucking useless. fault. Sorry, it's your fault. Well, what do I do yeah. about it? What does she do? She already she thanked already, Jesus. She already prayed too. She, well, I've tried nothing and I'm all out oh of ideas. God. <laughs> God. All right, here's one from Belle. How do I know God can hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash, he isn't there. How do I know God can hear me? Oh, this is great. I've been praying to have a family of my own and for help in my struggle with polycystic ovary syndrome. Am I being impatient? Well, you didn't even tell him how long you've been trying to have a family. Yes, you've been being impatient if you if you were like an hour ago, like, we should get pregnant. Are we pregnant already? That would be fucking impatient, if, if, God or no God. Yeah, if you're on the operating room table and you're tapping your foot, there's a problem. Right. Yeah, I, like, how the you, fuck? You know, while you're in there, can you just shove a baby in there? <laughs> <laughs> you got any extra? Is there like a daycare where there's babies no one is using? You could just stick one in there. So I, I just want to birth it so later. You, know, you could turn this thing into like a clown car slash potato gun. You know so what? I could just shoot them out across the room. I'll just marry a dugger. I don't know enough about your circumstances to give you a legitimate answer, but... Uh... Then why'd you choose this question? Your editorialist board chose the questions. You're like, I don't have enough... What oh. did no? You only get three fucking questions? <laughs> got three pieces of email this week. Of course God hears you, but uh, you remember that... But he might not give a shit about you. <laughs> he doesn't. Right? God hates you. He told me personally last well, he night. he fucking hates that other chick. I only can hear him because I have these huge ears. <laughs> Story about... Uh, Daniel praying and uh, the angel. And he had ovary problems too, or what? <laughs> Daniel had a bitch of a time getting pregnant. <laughs> I'll tell you what.
Daniel Pulveries were huge. My Came God. to him and said, look, I've been fighting the Prince of Persia. Took me a while. Oh, uh, did yeah, Persia that, have an R at the end of it when he was no, fighting it too? He was fighting the Prince of Persia. It took him a while because that game is hard to beat. It is a difficult <laughs> game. It's real hard. That time slow shit is difficult to master. So I get it. You've been fasting and praying, but uh, I've, I've been having this. But maybe all the fasting isn't making you any stronger in fighting people. <laughs> maybe that's literally a terrible idea. You should have some protein, bro. David, how are your ovaries? Are they okay? <laughs> It's battle, but I'm I'm on the way. You just you know have to be patient. So I I think God's answer is on the way, but you have to be patient. You'll be dead by the time it gets here. If you wait yeah. long enough, either your prayers will be answered or you'll become demented and forget what they were. <laughs> either your prayers will be answered or they won't. <laughs> and we have literally no way of knowing that. <laughs> So just be patient. Well, your prayers would have come true if you hadn't yeah. been such a bitch yeah. and died. And here's the real answer. Be patient and shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the real answer. I love right? that his like his answers are like, stop asking me these stupid questions. This is your segment. This is your job. It, like, you chose it's to also, make this your segment. It's also your job to hold out your weird stick divining rod and tell us what he means. I know. Right? That's your job, too. Am I being? I, I like that his answer is like, yeah, you're being impatient. Yeah. God Settle the fuck me. down. Hold on, I'm listening. Just I, get fucked more. I put my satellite dish up to the ceiling. <laughs> Never stop. Always pray. Continually pray. Continually seek God. <laughs> Continually thank Him. Like in the Burger King drive-through, <laughs> like I can't you are. order and pray at the same time. A-B-P, always be praying. Ma'am, I'm sorry. We don't have a Hail Mary on the menu. I apologize. <laughs> you'll have an answer, all right? All right, here's one from Kathy. She says, my friends can all hear the Spirit of God talk to their spirits. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you, just eavesdropping on it? Like, my spirit is having this conversation yeah, with God. me. I wasn't, yeah. I was basically like, I, I was reading the Spirit's phone when they were asleep. <laughs> like, they were on the they toilet. Have, and I have I, a like, diary. Yeah. <laughs> I gave my heart to the Lord years ago, but I don't hear His voice. Could I be unsaved? I have felt unloved for years because of this. Uh, that is so sad. That is, I, I Cecil, will say this. That's so sad. Well, these well, stories, these are all these sad. These are all sad. And the reason why this one's sad is because, you know, she's been duped for her whole life that God's supposed to talk to you. And all of her friends are like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. talks to me all I the time. She's just like, I've felt unloved for years. Yeah, now you feel like the crazy person, and, you know. That is so sad. Yeah. I bet he's going to say something super kind and reassure. I you know. imagine all of your friends, I don't know that many people hear the voice of God. It's very unusual. It isn't something that all your buddies hear God's voice. If they do, that they're fake. Your friends are liars. That's they're what liars. That's what he's saying. Kathy. Yeah, that's what he's saying. I, I, I really believe that. I mean, in a sense, if we're open, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. But uh, God speaks to you from the scripture. He speaks to you from, you know, circumstances. He speaks from a lot, a lot of ways. So uh, just open yourself and the spirit of God will speak to you. All right. All right. Here's well, your comment is like, hold on a minute. That's terrible. Think about what he just said. He said that doesn't talk to you. But it doesn't talk it to does. you. Yeah. But you just have to wait and he'll talk to you. So now if he doesn't fucking talk to this woman, yeah. she's still going to feel. That's such mean advice. <laughs> His initial advice was better. Like, yeah. look, they're all it's not really, it. yeah, they're yeah, all right. They're it. all lying to yeah. you. Just read this old book until it yeah. makes you feel better. Yeah. That was okay. Fine. You know, you're in your fucking right. crazy. Right. But then he fucking doubled down on, but 
you know, but, you know, if you're good enough, you're good, he'll still talk and you to you. Really, really, really want it. Likelihood yeah. is you're not good enough. Berlay, and she says our church won't let anyone serve unless they tithe. Is that biblical? I can't find it in the word. We tithe, but I've known people who were hurt because of this policy. They wanted to serve in various ministries, but were not allowed to. Um, I, again, think that's unbiblical. I, I don't understand anything that says you've got to give a certain amount of money in order to serve God. I don't, I don't know that. But I think, uh, you know, God loves a cheerful giver. And I <laughs> I'm not now, saying you have to. Here's the thing. You don't have to give a certain amount of money, but you do have to give. We don't have to fuck tonight, but if you could just blow me a little. <laughs> That's what I put on my Tinder profile. <laughs> Cheerful giver. <laughs> you are watching the beginning and the birth of the new world order. And you want to call me crazy? Go to hell. Call me crazy all you want. Oh, Cecil, this is... This is the thing this week. Oh my God. Some right wing watch. Dave, coach. Doc coach. Not a coach. Dobbin Meyer. The royal wedding was a psyop <laughs> to promote the, the blending of the races. Why does he care about the royal wedding? I couldn't imagine something I could care less about than the royal because wedding. Because this is a psyop, man. <sighs> this is this is to promote. First of all, I didn't know that the princess, she's a princess now, right? Duchess, I think. Okay, I don't know how that works. I don't know how it works. How, why are you a duchess if you married a prince? That's what I read somewhere. I have no idea. I don't know how any of that I don't know how, Dude, it's fucking all made up anyway. I know it's made up, but I don't even know how Jesus. the made up parts work. It's like, I know it's like, Bub Rub shows Lord, up. You're a fucking queen. You're a Duke of Edinburgh or whatever. Who fucking cares? I, Bub Rub cares Bub, when he shows up to Bub knock Rub. on the queen's fuck back door him. or whatever. Fuck him. <laughs> With his giant Fuck staff. all your weird <laughs> fucking your majesty stuff. Who is going to own the swans? <sighs> Cecil. Uh, I didn't know that the Duchess of of Meghan Markle or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know she was black. I don't follow this stuff. Okay. I read a thing that says she's black. I don't fucking know. Cool. I didn't. I had no idea. So I guess that's what Coach is objecting okay. to. Okay. So she's part black or all black or she's just part takes of the a drop. New Zealand all black. Or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> all right. So this is Coach. Now he's wearing a tinfoil hat. By the way, he's legitimately he's wearing, legit wearing a tinfoil hat. Right a now. baseball cap that's covered in tinfoil with a cross on it. Not even kidding. So this is the coach, <laughs> not a coach. Here we go. Let me just lay it out there. Because most people won't say it because it sound, they don't want to sound racist. But, but, I'm, I, a, but I'm a racist. <laughs> so, hey, checkmate non-racists. Most people don't want to sound racist. I don't mind as a racist. Here's the thing. I'm kind of a racist. <laughs> and I'm a little bit proud of it. And oh, by proud of it, God. I mean it's my actual identity. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it. You know that Prince Harry's wife is half black. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Hold on. I could barely hear that from 1945. I could, oh, my It's hard God. to hear from that she far is back. half black. And no one cares. Who cares? Who cares? It would be like getting mad that he's marrying a blonde. I I wouldn't care if he was marrying a dude. Yeah. He's marrying somebody that I'm not marrying. I wouldn't care at all. Right? Like, you're well, right. I, you're right. It could be it could be a stream of human beings. He could marry all of India, and I wouldn't care. But that's that's yeah. my like in terms of like my moral outrage yeah. around Who what Prince care? fucking Harry does with his 
fucking personal oh, life? First off, who cares about a <laughs> Prince Harry? <laughs> now, you care about a Prince Albert because that stings. That's different. That's, that stings. I but, think it more than stings. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds... Stings is like, stings. oh, You're I got right. some back teen right. on my cut. I, I will say, stings seems like an inappropriate word for <laughs> Prince Albert. <laughs> that being said, you care about a Prince Albert, you don't care about a Prince Harry. I I mean, just shave. It feels like you could even wear a What's condom that? over a Prince Harry, you know? <laughs> I feel like in 2018, a Prince Harry is a little rude. Is like, that, everyone likes a clean work is that Is that why you get a Prince Albert so you never have to wear a condom again? I don't, I don't know that you get a Prince Albert because of decision making. <laughs> like, I don't feel like anybody gets a Prince Albert and then has a because of yeah, after because, that, right? yeah. Like this is somebody who just. Do you remember there was a WWE a hole in wrestler deck. called Prince Albert a long what? time no. ago? Yeah, I thought there was. Maybe. I remember a guy at a party. He's like, he's like, oh, I have penis piercing. I'm like, that's terrible. Like, and then he just like pulled his dick out. Well, was yeah, like, here's the thing: if you got a penis piercing, you have no problem pulling your cock out in front of other human beings because it had to be out. At least for a little while, you, you've got for to, somebody to catch it and put. A I guess that's true. To catch stapler. it, they put like they catch put it. They put like one use, of those like yeah. dog handler <laughs> nooses on it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hey, bring over that post. Like <laughs> <laughs> tasing it. Yeah. Ah! Here's the thing: like, do whatever you want with your genitals. Tom and I are just kidding. Yeah, so I don't. I yeah, don't I don't care. We yeah. don't care what you like, do with your genitals. We're gonna get the email though. That's like, hey guys, why are you here's why I do it, and you guys were being mean about my dick. I don't care about your dick. I literally I don't, don't at all. Just put holes in all the things yeah, you want. Whatever. Yeah. Literally you could be Swiss cheese and walk around. Like, I don't care if they're not the genitals that are in my life. Yeah. I feel like I don't have an opinion about yeah, them. I really don't. Right. I really don't. Like yeah. I just like, if you were like, Tom, I pierce my shit. I'd be like, Hey man, we don't always have to talk about everything. <laughs> What I love is like, like, I wouldn't, I, I literally would not care about anybody. And I no. would care about that just as much as I would care about Prince somebody. Harold. Prince Harry. Yeah. Harry, your wizard Harry. If he went out and married a. Whatever. I don't care if he marries the Hendersons. I don't care if he marries. I don't care, I don't care if he marries an animate trash can. <laughs> like it doesn't. You guys know that? Who cares? The, pr the Prince Harry's wife is half black. Now, wait a minute. You already said that. Okay, yeah. Well, no, you said that. No one in the world cares about that anymore but racists, okay? So that we're just going to throw that out there. That ain't that <laughs> That ain't that royal bloodline lineage there is it them fellas. Isn't there a little bit of uh, Isn't there a little bit of mixed mixed blood coming in there? Mixed but we're just this is so racist. Hold on. I know this is wrong. Let me turn to let me get my copy of mine compounds and I find out which page it's wrong on. What if he the was rifling fuck? if he was rifling through a book right now and it was mine comp, you wouldn't be surprised. This is a guy who seems like at any moment he would he could like look up startled like who taught Frederick Douglass to read? Like, are you serious he's, with this shit? He's like He's like texting some eugenicist. I know, right? He's like, what do you think, Keith? <laughs> <laughs> A Negro president. <laughs> and then I noticed something else. I just, I get inquiring minds want to know. You know that, that, did you see, did you see who performed the service? No, no, I can't. No, no, here's, here's what. Why would I? No one cares. Who had a service even? <laughs> well, 
to be fair, there are a lot of people that, that care. There are a lot of people that find this interesting as 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 drama or trivia oh my or God. what a lot oh, of people no. we have to acknowledge no, a lot I don't. of people care. I do not. A lot of people no. care about this. No. This is something no. many people care about. No, I refuse to acknowledge that people care uh, <laughs> about it. I refuse. I I reject the premise. <laughs> There's nothing in me that thinks that someone else should care about this. But like, who performed the service? Like, I don't remember the name of the lady that performed the service. That you just my had one like I a just month ago. got yeah. married a month ago. Yeah. And if you were like, what was her name? I'd be like, Ooh. Bill. I don't know her Bill name. Bill Billerson. Yeah, right. I don't remember <laughs> her name. I just, I just can't believe that someone is such an emotional busybody that they would give a fuck about someone else's wedding this much to watch it on TV. Well, and that's, and that's the truth, right? Like to be, to be this, like to be outraged that, that, Oh, did you, did you hear that? This is the same shit as like, did you hear that the neighbors like to do this? Th like, sure. This, is, this is a guy who's talking to his yeah. neighbors about how fat his wife's, the guy's right. wife is yeah, or something. Right. Mm -hmm. Who performed the service? You guys, did you guys follow that at all? Was it the Bishop of Canterbury or some uh, official uh, waspy guy that performed the? Was was it? Did I miss something? Or did we see the ultimate? Mm, how do I say this? How do Racistly? I say it? How do I say it without sounding like more of a racist than I was Hang a on. few minutes ago? I think is, I left the answer in my white hood. Is there any way to amplify my racism right now? <laughs> what could I say? What words could I use? <laughs> a blending of the races. One uh, new world order, one world government, the blending of the, in the house of Windsor. It's like, it's just, it's just two people. Like what he seems to be missing is like, it's not like everybody in England yesterday <laughs> just took a fucking racially diverse spouse, right? That it's just one couple. There's been lots of couples that have coupled that are mixed races or fucking whatever he's worked up about. <laughs> I mixed race. I can't like I feel like an asshole I saying love, those I love words. That if you go to like genealogy.com and you take your shit, like you take the like swab, swab. of your face and you send it to him, your face swab says everybody's from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's face swab has a little Africa. We're Doesn't all, matter. We're all mutts. Yeah. Like, we're all mutts. Like, it's just, this is, like, race is no more than the expression of certain genetic traits. Right. That's, it, it's not, it's not real. It's not real. Dig us all up. We're all the same skeleton. <laughs> Coming together the first time. A black Episcopal priest. Minister okay. Before so the what? wedding. Okay. Somebody help me here. Am I, am I overly... Am I over racist? Yes. Yes. So I'll racist. help you. I'll help you, coach. You are a racist. <laughs> I, I literally don't understand what he's even. Has he raised an actual objection yet? Uh, or is he just saying out loud what happened? Yeah. So far. And being incredulous yeah, about so it. So far, he doesn't believe that these, these things have all taken place. Really sensitive here. Or is anybody else picking up on me? Harry is six. Prince Harry is six from the front. Row. Oh, my fucking God. Who cares? Holy shit. You could not pay me to care about this. Did he say he's six, sixth from the throne? Yeah. Even, even if I were worried about the same crazy people stuff he's worried about, like 
what fucking Lannisterian series of events has to occur to get six dudes deep? Like fucking what if Meghan Markle like sits on the throne? Then nothing because it's a fucking ceremonial position. (laughs) She gets to be in charge of Bub Rub and the Swats. I know. Like you don't do anything. The one thing that bothers me about this is that people know how far or how distant Harry is away from the throne. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh my God, you're using brain space for that. (laughs) Like you're using actual bits of your head (laughs) to keep that information somewhere. I just, it's just like, I think all you get if you become queen is like a pretty necklace. Like I don't, (laughs) like I don't think you get any, like it's not like you get the fucking nuclear codes. Yeah, well, you definitely get a lot of money. I know they get a lot of money, but other than that, I don't know. But what. that's what I yeah, mean. It's like it's, like, like it's a, it's cut a, s- a lot of ribbons. <laughs> like I don't. I, you're basically like a PR director with a big paycheck. You're like a guy who has a big key and a big check and a big pair of scissors, <laughs> and you stand there and you go, <laughs> like that's what you do. His brother William's first. Oh my God, who fucking cares? William has uh, two sons. They're they're ahead who of Harry. Who fucking cares? Okay. We'll tell you something. If there was any chance that Harry was ever going to be king of England, he'd have to fuck his way to the top. What are you talking about? Do you think they really would have let him just? Choose any woman he wanted. No. Yeah, it's 2018. We get to pick who we want to fuck. We get to pick who we want to marry. And also the King of England isn't a thing anymore of power. Like it's just, it's just something for people like to it's be. Tourism. It, like, it's tourism. It's right. Tourism. It's just man. something fun for people. It's a diversion. It's fucking watching friends. It's just, it's just TV. It's no different than any other right. mindless entertaining diversion. Sure, sure. If it's your fucking thing, it's your fucking thing, but it doesn't mean anything. The King of England can't invade France. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. He doesn't well, get catapults no, and stuff. No, he can, but he just does it alone. Right? <laughs> he has to ride across the channel alone. He makes it sound like the King of I England know, is like, got a, like, oh, like what would like, happen oh, if the uh, King of England... Then he'll just have the Turkish Empire. Well, what would he do then? Well, I don't know. He'd do whatever the fucking Prime Minister tells him to do. <laughs> Because that's his boss. And cut another ribbon. I know. And hold another check and go, hello. (laughs) Whoever he fell in love with. Of course. No. So what's the message that's being sent to us? Do Harry, do they love each other? Well, sure, they they probably do. Remember Prince Charles married Diana and at the same time was having a love affair with Camilla. The one he really, really loved was Camilla. But Camilla didn't make it, the bloodline, and I think she was divorced, I think. So, wait, I wasn't. Uh, now, oh, now God. forgive me because I don't remember, but I thought that the controversy was marrying Diana. I don't know. I as thought I re- Diana had a lover too. Didn't she have yeah. like a as, Saudi lover? Yeah, but as I Lots recall, of, oh, but as God. I recall, as a young man, like it was a big deal that he married Diana because I don't think she, ca- she was like a kindergarten teacher. Like she wasn't like a special, like, like, super amazing like we're gonna merge two states here she's just like a fucking lady what's it doesn't make any difference anymore anyway it's not it's not how we merge well it certainly doesn't make any difference anymore anymore either she's on a road somewhere i know right (laughs) yeah and nothing changed yeah right yeah nothing changed the princess died and it wasn't like where there's a fucking power vacuum (laughs) vacuum princess there's one there's this a lady sitting out there she gets sucked <laughs> right into a trash. She's like, fuck, what? I'm the princess now. We just got to let it go. Yeah. 
<laughs> they weren't going to let the, him. He was heir to the throne. They weren't going to let him marry just anybody. So they had to, he had to marry a kindergarten teacher? I don't understand. Oh, no. But then they later let him marry anybody because he later <laughs> married Camilla. You, yeah. Even in your crazy fucking literally tinfoil hat <laughs> worldview, you're wearing an actual tinfoil hat. Oh, my God. Psyop. And now all of a sudden, six to the throne. He ain't never gonna be. He ain't never gonna be king. Now it's okay for the for the crown to be diverse. the verse. I <laughs> I am so much stupider for having heard that. <laughs> Is he just saying like he's just being super racist for the whole thing, right? Mixing of the blood. They had a black preacher. Do you believe it? Can you believe that there was a black priest? Like that. Black people can be men of God or whatever he was saying with that all the way to get to the end to be like, the reason why they let him do it is because they're as racist as I am. The reason why they let him do it is because they're as racist as me. And they both, they know that he's never going to be in yeah, real power. It, it, you can, you can he's go projecting ahead his own racism, run along and have your else. little black wife yeah. because you don't matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But anyone that matters has to take, a white wife, like all good people like do. All good people. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible human being. So, Tom, I want to take a minute to talk about our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Remember that if you go to adamandeve.com and you enter glory at checkout, you'll get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing and free shipping. But we got a message from someone mm-hmm. who said that since we've had this deal going, they've been to Adam and Eve a couple of times. And so they have a couple of sex swings. Oh. And they were like, what do I do? And I was, and my first thought is we didn't mention it on the show, but I want to mention it now. You have to play smash up derby. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's what you have to do with your sex swings. You may have to angle things a little differently, but my suggestion is you find two door frames near each other and you get smashing. I feel like I would have to construct a doorway near the, like just like build an elaborate interior infrastructure. What you need to do is create a, a complicated zip line system. <laughs> <laughs> a zip line. So I'm coming in there. I'm coming in there. Please be positioned right. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to come in hot, you can go to adamandeve.com, type in Gloria Checkout, get 50% off any item a free sex swing and free shipping. This story is from the Washington Post. Trump's cancellation of summit with Kim raises fears of renewed tensions, destabilization. Um, so other than the Stormy Daniels affair, I think this is the only time that he's actually pulled out based on the number of kids <laughs> that he's sired. But uh, maybe that $130,000 goes to buy a good abortion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, President Trump on Thursday decided, fuck it. I'm not meeting with Kim anyway. The historic summit that yeah, like yeah. people were legitimately excited about. And I have to admit, I was legitimately excited sure. about. I was excited to see the meeting between the the North and South Koreas. I was excited to see right. um, sort of the spirit of detente that was kind of taking place. Um, but like, it seems like the Trump administration cannot, it, it can't play nice. It can't, it, it, the, the Trump administration has to bluff and bluster and bully and push and it's it's like you, you can't do that with Kim. You, you cannot do it with this guy. He's got a tenuous grip on power. You know, all autocrats, to some degree, have a tenuous sure. grip on power. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. This is a guy who rules, I think, because, um, or, or 
is constantly in a state of existential threat, right? If you're Kim Jong-un, yeah. you don't, you are not in power because the people want you Yeah, in they power, didn't vote you in Right, there, yeah. exactly. Which means that you are, you are always in a state of existential threat. So you can't push guys like that publicly yeah, because they're not allowed to back down. Right. They've created a, a persona and a narrative which does not allow them any flexibility diplomatically so then, to, to back down. So then should we ever, ever be optimistic about any talks with them? Because they're only going to get what they want then because they can't uh, back down. No, I think you can be optimistic if you, if, if, but I think you've got to be the one that flexes, right? Well, what, what would we give them that they, like they have to do something, right? I right. Mean, like, well, I mean, negotiations what, require them for Require a give and a take. Yeah. yeah. But I think, I think like you don't take, you, you you have to enter into negotiations with a spirit of conciliation when you're working with people that can't flex, right? So, so so model it more like after the Iran deal, which is a ton of money up front. And then cancel it. And then, <laughs> right? Well, you know, it's really interesting because his base, you know, for the longest time, when Obama, there was a talk that Obama was maybe going to meet with them. There was a huge backlash. No, right. you shouldn't meet with them. No, you shouldn't right. meet with them. The right was not for that at all. But the moment talks had a chance to open up with him, Everybody was for it, including the left. The left, uh, for um, I think a vast majority of us, we're all like, talking is better than shooting missiles. Let's right. do that. But I do think things change from Obama to Trump. I think, you know, Kim was is testing nuclear weapons at a higher rate, sure. higher pace. Sure. I think the meeting with South Korea kind of opened doors to optimism yeah, that weren't, that weren't people, there but, before. But I think that when you look at the left and the right, I think yeah. both sides were both like, I mean, I know that I'm sure there were some people who were like, this is a bad idea. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I I also think like, you know, there was a lot of people who were optimistic about it because I think like for the most part, I think everybody's kind of happy about that. I think a lot of people were happy about the Iran deal, too. But I think the difference is, is that, you know, the Iran deal had Obama's name on it. It didn't have Trump's name on it. And so Trump did, Trump wanted to right. get rid of it because it was a it was a legacy thing that he didn't want to have to enforce because he didn't want to. He, he, he didn't want to grant he didn't get credit. He didn't yeah. get credit. Right. So it doesn't he doesn't want it. But that deal specifically was front loaded with a lot of money for them. Mm -hmm. The incentive was all the all, all back loaded for us, right? So like the incentive is you guys phase your shit out. Now, so far they were following the the, the protocols and right. they were doing the things. Yes. And then they they also got opened up from sanctions. There was a ton of other nations that wanted to deal with them because of that. And they got they got you no, know it was economically it was, very it was economic, economically awesome for them. Yep. And it was economically good for other places in the world too. And so it was a, it was a pretty good deal, but, but it was initially front loaded. So mm -hmm. there was like a lot of money that they got initially. So you got to do something, I think like that with North Korea, you've got to front load it in some way so that they get something big now. And then they phase their nuclear. Right, but I, I, I totally agree. And Trump did not do that. What, yeah. what Trump basically said was, look, we'll open things up once you have completely dismantled your program. And instead Kim was like, look, and you know, I'm going to do a phased stepped approach to eliminate the program. The idea would be that, you know, I'll give a little, you give a little, yeah, I'll give yeah. a little, you yeah, give yeah. a little, right? So, and, and then I think the, it's his the only real bargaining chip, right? And I think the real kicker is when we said like, no, the only thing we're open to is a Libya model because you look at what happened in Libya and, and this is what even the, the, the yeah. North Korean said is they're like, yeah, well, the you, Libya model, yeah. you fucking, you, you took their, their nuclear program away from them. And then a handful of years later, that guy's being dragged through the fucking street dead. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm going to pass on the fucking Libyan model. Yeah. I, I really think that the a part of the problem here is that the negotiations between these two parties is taking place in a public sphere. Yeah. You, you, you can't yeah. have these negotiate. even if you're going to say, look, here's the deal, hard line, whatever that means, 
when you do it publicly, you don't give anybody the ability to say yes. Kim can't say yes to this. This is a guy who, again, I think he, he does face existential threats on every level, internationally and domestically. Yeah. So this is a guy who can't ever be seen to be weak. If you've got a guy who can't be weak or can't be in a in a in a, a lesser power position, then you got to take those things offline. These fucking guys are doing it over Twitter. Yeah. What the fuck is going sending, on in the world? Public mass. They're sending right. public letters. One of the public. Here's a letter I wrote yeah. called "My bombs are bigger than yours. Yeah. Go fuck yourself." One of the, one of the pieces of it, um, the la- uh, Trump uh, Trump note said that the U.S. military is ready if necessary to take action against North Korea if it, if it engages in foolish or a reckless act, and that South Korea and Japan are willing to shoulder the costs. So the threat to South Korea is, and North Korea has said this, is like, we can we can send a barrage of missiles into Seoul and reduce Seoul, South Korea, to fucking cinders within minutes. Yeah. And we're saying, like, don't fuck with us. We'll blow your shit up. And our buddies have already said they'll take the black eye. They're willing to take the black eye. So we're putting, we're saying like South Korea and Japan put, will eat shit. We're willing to put you on the line. Right. Is what we're saying. I'll put my yeah. friend on the line yeah. to eat my shit for me. Yeah. And then the mountain, he destroys the mountain. Right. But like, you know what I mean? Like fucking the mountains. They got more mountains apart. Too. And it's yeah. falling apart. It's like it's falling apart because yeah. he blew it up so many times. kept on like sticking. All of the solutions like <laughs> blow it up again yeah. more. You know, if you have a dead cat and you keep sticking <laughs> firecrackers in it, eventually you're going to blow the tail off. Regardless how many times it works. There is a part of this article. Um, one of the guys, a former South Korean nuclear negotiator with the North said it's better to have no summit than a disastrous summit. I guess that's true. I guess that, yeah. I mean, it's the same is true for sex, but it, you know, <laughs> it's, I feel like if there's no summit during sex, then it's a pretty disastrous summit. No summit. No, no. <laughs> Maybe disastrous one is he, strong. One of you's got a summit, okay? <laughs> if nobody yeah, summits? Yeah. If nobody summits, oh, yeah. That's, you got to get ice cream then. Yeah. Like, that's now, just it. You're just like, ah. Uh, now it's, well, let's just cuddle. I'm going to drown myself <laughs> in bread pudding. I wonder if that $130,000 was cuddle money. <laughs> Uh, for everyone who's a valedictorian, there's another hundred out there that um, they weigh 130 pounds and they've got calves the size of cantaloupes because they're hauling 75 pounds of marijuana across the desert. This story is also from the Washington Post. Three reasons moderate Republicans are backing an immigration vote. Um, so this this is specifically talking about um, young immigrants brought into the country illegally when yeah. they were children. Yeah. Right? So that's it's specifically about some path to citizenship for people who didn't choose to be here. Right. And yeah. so. There is a push on the Republican side to to back some pathway to citizenship. Yeah. And there's some interesting reasons. Let's go over the reasons and yeah. chit-chat sure. about them a little bit. Yeah. Um, one, they represent Hispanic Republican districts. It's fucking self-serving best interest, right? Yeah. Like, if if I'm a Republican... They're all self-serving. Ra- oh, yeah. All They're of these reasons are very self-serving. Yeah. Yeah. None of these are because it's wrong. Yeah. Because oh, right. those but, people yeah. deserve... You know, they didn't choose to be here, but they deserve a right to be in this country. None right. of those reasons are that. No. Let's no. just cross that off right, right. now. They're all self-serving. Yeah. This is like, there's a bunch of guys that are Hispanic and I'd like to not lose their I'd like vote. To, yeah, I'd like to not lose right. their vote. That's yeah. number one. So that's that's it. Um, and similarly, most face competitive re-election fights or are retiring. Yeah. So, so this is a hot button issue the and only, there's no good side to be on. Well, the only people that are doing it for altruistic reasons in any way are the people retiring. Yeah. Those are the only people because they recognize they have nothing to lose. Yeah. So they can actually do the right thing. So they can do something that think about that for a second. What does that say about the Republican party? No, no, no. What does that say about the value of term limits? Yeah. Right. That right there 
is why we need strict short term limits yeah. because people are only incented to do the right thing when they're in power for the right reasons for a finite amount of time. Yeah. And that, you know, like compat competitive reelection. Yep. The reason why they're doing it is so that they look good in front of other people. How do you look good by being altruistic? Oh, well, I know, give a not, little, yeah. it's not that that's your choice. It's not that you, you woke oh. up in the morning and wanted to be a good person. It's just savvy politicking, right? Politicking, politicking, Politicking is not. Here's something. the other one. Others are acting on behalf of farmers in their district. So I thought this one was really interesting. Yeah. So like we've talked about this before, but America is and has always been a, an economy built on migrant and immigrant labor, yeah. both um, legal and, and illegal, illegal labor. Yeah. Right. So we've never not been that the farming industry, the dairy industry, the meatpacking industry, the construction industry. These are industries which rely very heavily on illegal immigrants as their source of labor. Right. Fucking these people over ruins their lives. These are all people that are voting with their dollar, right? These are people who are like, ah, you know, I don't like them brown folks, but I sure do like paying them pennies on the dollar. So I got to keep my livelihood. Yeah. That's what's embedded here. And again, this is a really self-serving, shitty reason for this for these people to turn around and do this sort of thing. Yep. It's just, it's just, crazy to me. I mean, I'm not saying that there are, there aren't Democrats on the other side that aren't doing it for the votes, right? Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure many, sure many, 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 I'm sure there's yeah. many. Are. Right. And I also want to, want to squash the idea that I'm for like open borders, right? Like I don't, like, I think a lot of people automatically yeah. have to either be like, let's put a revolving door somewhere or there should never be an immigrant in this country ever. And so like, there's, there's a, there's plenty of middle ground to be had in between those two extremes, yeah. right? I know I fall certainly closer to, you know, I, I don't care that people are immigrants here. You know, like it doesn't bother me that people are immigrants. In fact, I think immigrant culture and immigrants into the nation is a good, you know, it's good for our nation. It's healthy. So I, I fall clearly on one side of this, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of people that are Democrats that they don't, they don't have this idea that like, you know, I'm doing this because I think it's the right thing to do. They're doing it because they want to get votes. I'm yeah. not, I'm not right. saying that that's the case, but there's, at least on in in one of the parties, if you were being altruistic or if you were being, you know, thinking about somebody other than doing it for something other than self-gain. Yeah. There's really only one side yeah. for you. Right. Or you got to retire. You could do it once and then you're done. Yeah. It's the most asinine thing in the world to throw people away like this. Good people. It doesn't make any sense. There should be a path to citizenship for somebody who didn't choose to come here, either through the military or through going to college or through owning. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there's, we talked there's about plenty, this. plenty, like, plenty, plenty of ways in which they should be able to become citizens. It's an asinine thing to do to throw away young people who are willing to either work or be, you know, be involved in our society, be citizens of this country, be willing to be citizens of this country, and to willfully throw them away is stupid. It's just genuinely stupid. And once the border is secured, at a later date, we'll make a determination as to the rest. But we have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. So this story is also from the Washington Post. Trump again smears a large immigrant community with the violent actions of a few people. Um, so this is this is Trump again talking about the MS-13 gang. Yeah. He has got... He's crazy about MS-13, right? He really is. Right? He really MS-13, yeah. he has created a conflated boogeyman, right? So MS-13 is a gang. They're a bunch of bad dudes, whatever. Fine. They're bad How, hombres. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Oh my God. Some of them are bad guys. The real bad guys are the worst hombres. kind of guys. Yeah. 
So fine. All right. MS 13 criminal gang. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. He, he creates a narrative which grossly exaggerates yeah. the number of folks involved with MS 13. Yeah. As well as the impact on society in terms of their criminal activity. Sure. That MS 13 has, he makes it seem. And what well, the crazy part is that people believe this. Yeah. He makes it seem like everywhere you go, there's fucking, you know, heads rolling in the street because the MS-13 gangs are just, you know, taking over the country. Somehow none of us have noticed this. Yeah. Right? Because they are statistically insignificant. Yeah. And then he conflates MS-13 with all immigrants. We're basically saying, like, look, you know, of all these young people that are coming in, all these yeah. undocumented yeah. young people... A huge number of them are MS-13. Yeah, he uses the words, they're all not so innocent. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and by saying that, he's he's painting with a very broad brush and basically saying, look, there's a lot of people that are involved in this gang. There's a really great part of this, this article at the end where it says, Trump's political rhetoric is raw and unsubtle. Letting in, letting in immigrants means letting in people who are, quote, accused are accused of stabbing a man a hundred times, decapitating him and ripping his heart out, unquote. An act he described as having been committed by an MS-13 gang member. It is the same strategy uses on terrorism. Some Muslims has committed acts of terrorism. Therefore, we must curtail immigration from heavily Muslim countries and drastically slow refugee resettlement. The event on Wednesday was only a roundtable on immigration in the sense that, that Trump's not subtle about his intentions. It was equivalent of screening the movie Cujo as a sole component of a discussion about pet ownership. <laughs> it's a great analogy. It is a great analogy. It's a perfect it's analogy. Like, it's like showing a showing Jaws for beach safety, right? You know I mean, like there's a great yeah. graph in this article yeah. which shows like the statistically insignificant number of people that are involved in this gang and, and still like <laughs> the it's mon- something. Yeah, no gang affiliation. 249,000 plus non-MSN gang affiliation, 103, Tom, MS-13 gang affiliation, 56. (laughs) There's there's four and a half. Yeah, there's four and a half dozen people out of a quarter million or more. Yeah. And, And we're supposed to pretend that this represents some existential threat to the country, some, yeah. some wild violence that sure. is going to be visited upon, sure. you know, man, women, and children. If only we couldn't do so. Won't somebody think of the children? Yeah. There's four and a half dozen of these motherfuckers. Right. You know, it's, it's nothing out of, out of a quarter million folks that came in. Yeah. We, we don't have a problem. We don't have an MS-13 problem. Remember the last time MS-13 was a big factor in your life, Cecil? Never. I, yeah. yeah? I, don't, I don't know that I'd ever heard of him before this election cycle. It's, it, it's a boogeyman that he creates in order to yeah. get us to shut the fucking closet door. Yeah. This right? is, and this is, this is the reason why he's going to allow, you know, ice to do all the things that they're doing, you know, and it's going to be the one thing that, that allows people to say, yeah, let's get rid of all these immigrants. I, I really feel like the immigration thing that he is stirring up, this is his terrorism, right? It's like, he's going to sell you on the fear of immigrants and then he's going to protect us from that fear. Sure, this, yeah. is, this is boring in how yeah. obvious yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. So he's going to sell us on the fear of immigrants. Then he's going to protect us from those immigrants. And oh my God, only Trump cares about us. Yeah. And it's only through Trump that we are safe. Yeah. It's so insanely transparent. But immigrants do not pose a significant threat to our safety. 
But they just statistically they are they not. They don't. They don't. But here's worth noting. Here's the thing though. It's hard to be on the other side of that and say, look, you know, because he's got people in the audience who've had people killed or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. And so it's right. hard to be on the other side of that and be like, look, they're statistically insignificant and there's someone sitting in front of them that is a person just like you and you can yeah. empathize with them. So he's doing all the right things here, right? Yeah. So he, no matter he's how employing many, the strategy yeah, well. No matter how many graphs you show these people, they're all going to be like, yeah, but that lady, right. she lost a kid. Right. And so, yeah, he's doing a great job of employing the strategy, but it's, it's so it's a funny how that strategy, strategy doesn't work when it comes to school shootings or right. oh, you know, yeah. shootings oh, on the yeah, west side yeah, of Chicago yeah, yeah. Yeah, or could, whatever. You right? could have a whole line of those people right. sitting there weeping and sobbing. Don't take my guns. Right. Well, I respect the move, but the entire thing has been a witch hunt and uh, there is no collusion between certainly myself and my campaign but I can always speak for myself and the Russians, zero. This story's from the New York Times, how the Mueller investigation could play out for Trump. So um, as this goes on, as the Mueller investigation goes on and gets further and further, incidentally, did you see the thing from Secretary of State, Bubba Hotep or whatever the guy's name is? Mike, <laughs> Bub Rub? Mike, Mike Pompeo. Um, did you see that that he acknowledged? Yeah, he's like, he's like basically yeah. this like, all right, fine. Fine. They're I'll give wise. you that the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA were all right yeah. in their conclusions that Russia influenced the election. Yeah. Fine, I'll admit it. What? You got me on that Where one. Where are all those Twitter people? Uh, Where are all those Twitter people? It's so weird. It's, it's so strange that we got all these messages about, like, you guys are fucking conspiracy theorists. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, motherfucker, where are you at? Yeah. Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, like, as time goes on, someone was arguing with me, like, this was right after, like, Trump won the election. And, you know, maybe for the first six months, they kept sending me messages about how how bad Hillary was and how awful Hillary was and how Hillary was the one who influenced the Russians and she's the one who came up with this I like this entire story that the Russians even oh did anything God. like she was the one who did it and he kept sending me messages over and over and after a while he unfollowed me so I can't find these messages <laughs> but I want to send him a message back and be like hey bro you remember me <laughs> do you remember this tweet. I kind of want to find one of those old shitty tweets just to be like, this tweet really aged well. Because yeah. <laughs> like this, at this point, at this point, you are a fucking idiot if you think anything. I mean, like, like every single organization is like, no, nah, man, that that happened. Right. This happened. Yeah. Like, and you know, like it's it it's funny because, and I I posted something not that long ago. It's like I'm amazed that everybody isn't upset about this. sure that amazes me. And and like the analogy that I gave was like, if Russia flew airplanes mm -hmm. over the United States of America and dropped propaganda leaflets sure. all over the United States, we'd shoot those planes down. Mm -hmm. We would fire on those planes while they'd be invading our airspace. But still, like, we none of us would tolerate that. And still, like, we, we have just mountains of evidence from every uh, intelligence agency that we have initials for at this point. Yeah. That are all like, all right, that happened. Yeah. That just happened. The Secretary of State's like, all right, even I got to tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that totally happened. Yeah. And there are still people who are like, no, it doesn't seem like that big a deal. Let's not. Shh, just quiet. Yeah. Just I, don't, don't I don't know. I genuinely don't know what uh, how big the effect was because that's never been revealed. Right. Like, I really... I really want to know how big the effect was because right. I think that's a valid question to, under, to try to figure out. Right. How big was that effect? Can we measure that effect in some way? I'm not saying that like 
Like I, the one thing I don't want to do is make it seem like there wasn't a reason Trump won. Yeah, I don't know that Hillary would have won without the Russians, yeah. right? I'm not even saying yeah. that. Yeah, no, no, and like, I get that, yeah, I get that. Right. But I, and I don't want to get off task in the sense right. that I'm saying like, let's just blame it all on the Russians because we were a disaffected, shitty nation before anybody right. ever came over here and did anything anyway, right. right? And we were also like, like I think a lot of people were in denial that Hillary lost and such a buffoonish shithead got put in the presidency because yes. that that's a reflection of the United States. That's a reflection of all of us being yeah. like, Oh, we are shitty. That's that a moment sucks. of self-reflection. Many hurts. of us don't want to have. Yeah, yes. It hurts. Uh -huh. So a lot of us were kind of like, there's gotta be another reason. Yeah. Something happened. And even the fucking people on the right are like, God did it. Like, you know, nobody <laughs> believed that it was possible. Even right? Trump's like, yeah. wait, I did the what? Yeah. Even Trump didn't think he was going to win. Right. I mean, yeah. read, you know, read that fire and fury book. He right. didn't think he was going to win no. that night either. Right. So, you know, but I, I don't want to lose sight of the fact that, yes, we did elect that guy. Now, did he get, you know, in there because of some some meddling or some something on the, uh, yeah, there was, there's clearly something. Everybody's acknowledging that now, that there was something. Right. Now we just need to figure out how much it was. And regardless of how much it was, like, we should, anybody who cooperated with the Russians in allowing that to go forward. Yeah. Anybody who, anybody. Anybody who collaborated. Who cooperated, like. Then, like, you are guilty of working with a foreign yeah, government you're, you're to subvert you're, our democratic you're process. You're a treasonist. You're, that, that's, yeah. like, that's treasonous. That's fucking that's, crazy. That's treasonous. Yeah, that it's absolutely treasonous. It's crazy that, like, this is not the biggest scandal of our generation. Yeah, if this does not turn into the biggest scandal of our generation, what's Watergate by comparison? Nothing. Watergate is nothing. Watergate it's is nothing. like, I broke into a hotel and I stole some documents. Are you kidding me? The Russians broke into America and tried to rig the election even if they didn't do a good job. Yeah. It's like, it'd be like saying like- And especially if you, like they're say they're also saying like, like there has been many indictments. So let's not forget right. that there has been- People who have pled guilty and many indictments thus far. So it's not like this isn't happening and people aren't collaborating. They've been talking, you know, when you lie about the FBI about talking to the Russians. Right. And the Russians turn out to be involved in the rigging, of rigging the election. Yeah, right. I don't know. Maybe we could fucking put two and two together here. So Mueller, let's go to the story. Mueller yeah. is talking about the, the, this is a story about the different things that could happen. It's kind of got like a flow chart here. Yeah. So let's kind of well, go through this. Can we stop for a second and say, we're living in a time where we can look at a flow chart to decide whether or not our president was a treasonous fuck. We, we live in that time where there's a flow chart for that. I miss the teapot dome I scandal. <laughs> you know, I don't know what that is, I but miss, I miss it. I'll tell you, I miss, I miss when they used to just hang Barack Obama in effigy. <laughs> simpler miss, times, man. Simpler, simpler times. Simpler times. I would even be happy to be living when we had a dipshit, un like, like half illiterate cowboy invading other countries on false pretenses. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Right. I just, right? you know. Right. I know. Because that happened too. Uh -huh. Yeah. Eight years of that. How did any of this happen? I don't know, Tom. We're well, living I mean, in the wrong snow I globe, am, man. I am, man. All right. So Robert Mueller, uh, he's got some options. All right. So first he finds no wrongdoing to the, by the president. If that happens, he's basically got to write a letter that says, he's write not a, it. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> and yeah. I'm sorry, an apology yeah. letter. <laughs> he writes a letter. It's like, all right, look, I, I looked. Look, I, I worked real hard for a year. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I got to, I retire. Yeah. All right. So he finds that Trump broke the law. So here's his options. He's got three options. 
a less aggressive way, the Nixon option, and the most aggressive way, right? We'll start at the most aggressive. Most aggressive most way. Aggressive. He, he basically takes uh, a, an, an order, he writes a letter, and he turns it into a strap-on, and he fucks President Trump. <laughs> that's the most aggressive way. Which he's come out and said, yeah. that's not going to happen, right? Well, so, Well, here's the, the thing. He'll do it, but you got to pay him one hundred thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> like he'll do it. He'll do it. He'll shit on your chest yeah. when he's done. <laughs> he's, he's your Cleveland. <laughs> he just rubs it around with the order, <laughs> just smears it on. So it does. It does appear from things that I read that that's not really on uh, an option on the table because yeah. he agrees with the yeah. uh, legal assessment that a sitting president is shouldn't immune be, to yeah, indictment. Shouldn't be invited. Right? Yeah. Less aggressive. He leaves the decision up to Congress, which has the power to impeach. And the Nixon option is he asked a grand jury to deem Trump a co-conspirator co-conspirator, and send a report to Congress. So a strongly worded letter. Yeah. The less aggressive option, he writes a long letter to Congress about what a duty head yeah. Trump is. Then Congress has to act on that, right? So that goes to Rod Rosenstein. He's the attorney general. He could take that and send that to Congress, and he'd probably have to do that, right? Yeah. The other thing he could do is refuse to send it to Congress, and then the lawmakers could say... No, you really got to send that to Congress, yeah. right? That's how I read this chart. Yeah, yeah. Then Congress gets yeah. the letter. Yeah. If the Congress gets the letter, they could just ignore the letter. Yeah. And then Trump, like, and then the, and then the, the silver here, the silver box at the bottom that makes me real sad says Trump remains in office. I love that all this could happen and they could go to Congress and yeah. Congress could basically issue a cool story, bro memo. And it turns out two of those, yeah. two of those options could wind up leading to Trump remains Trump in, office. in office. Yeah. Or lawmakers. Actually could, all three. Or, all three could. Honest, yeah. yeah. So, or lawmakers could use the information to attempt impeachment. Yeah. And then impeachment proceedings would be the, right. the ultimate. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean the person gets impeached. It's just impeachment proceedings. Right? Proceeding. So then there's a Nixon option. So the Nixon option, Nixon option, this is the one that goes to the grand jury. So it goes to a grand jury and then the grand jury has to say like, Hey, Here's a, here's a report about Trump. And then they send that to the house judiciary committee. So that kind of bypasses the other step. Yeah. And Mr. Mueller would have to get Rosenstein's permission to do this. Yeah. Rosenstein would approve this or uh, reject the approach. If he rejects the approach, he has to go, to, goes Congress. to Congress. It goes to Congress. This is like a weird Congress. Do not, pass coal. Do not collect $200. Congress again has the option to say, cool story, bro. Let's just and ignore do nothing. It. Let's just ignore it. They can just ignore it. They could, I will tell you what, what if, if they just ignore a, like a letter, like specifically, like if there's some sort of report that gets out and they just ignore it. Yeah. I, be a I pity them in 2020. Oh yeah. This, this is like, they could treat this like my high cholesterol. <laughs> the most aggressive option is pointless to talk about. He's not going to happen. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. He can improve that. And Roisenstein, if it does happen, can improve the indictment. And then uh, it would go to the Supreme Court um, or he could reject the indictment and then go to Congress. And if Congress takes it, they could ignore it or they could go for impeachment proceedings. I can't believe they have the option of just ignoring this shit. I know. I know. What, what crazy fucking bizarro universe are we living in? It's crazy that there's, I don't know, man. Like at this point, like we have a fucking flow chart. We might as well just have a spinny wheel for what he gets. For I know. Brand new car. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This story's from Right Wing Watch. This is Alex Jones. The Democratic Party uses MS-13 to kill people. What? Who just random? 
Yeah, they've killed they, people. The, we, yeah, we'll use the fifty-six of them to kill. <laughs> like, I, I I love that in Alex Jones's world, there's evidently a lot of high-level assassinations know, going right? on. Yeah. Well, that you never hear about, right? right? Well, that's yeah. what I mean, yeah. right? Like, this is a guy who's like he's watched too much. What's that fucking French movie where that? That guy teaches like Leon is a professional. Professional. Yeah. This guy thinks that's a fucking documentary. People, are like you know, shooting each are, other in the head with silence. Right. Pistols. They just have like they just assembling guns out of briefcases and are and sniping just, each other from rooftops. A, he just has a, a a pistol that he carries around and shoots other people with. And right. You never hear about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Really. <laughs> All right. So let's listen to Alex Jones. I hate this guy. So think about that. Nancy Pelosi is in essence saying, don't call this guy an animal or a monster. Because she's saying about MS-13 thousands of times worse conservatively than this killer. In the aggregate, she's saying, don't talk bad about them. And they're all acting sad because the Democratic Party uses MS-13 to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's going to offer up. Hold on. Hold on now. He's probably going to offer me, up a series of, me, of proofs. Let me just say evidence. If let's say, let's say you're the democratic party. Okay. And you use MS 13 to kill people. Okay. How would it hurt your feelings that someone called it an animal? Cause they're oh, literally, wouldn't you be quiet about that? Be, be like, like, um, no, they're not. Wouldn't that be that and, awkward thing where yeah. it's like, I'm not like, let's just change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Hey, MS 13's killing people. What? I, oh, I, I mean, know what you're talking about. MS 13, is that a new kind of car? What is that? This coleslaw <laughs> is delicious. I have confirmed this with our law enforcement and army sources. I've confirmed. Army source? What the fuck would the army have to do with this? <laughs> the, ar the army? There's a, of, there's a lot of MS 13 in the army. What the fuck was the yeah. army? The it's army's one of those little packets of coleslaw you get. <laughs> that you have to put over that weird little hot packet. I think they're talking about MREs M and those things that will kill you. MS 13s. Oh, God. Oh, what'd you get for your MS 13 tonight? Oh, fucking pot roast again. Oh, give me terrible gas. <laughs> it was CIA sources that the Democratic Party uses MS. You don't have a CIA. So the CIA are spies that don't talk about spy stuff. The first rule of spy club is don't talk about spy club. I love all the people that are trolling him that are like sending him emails about being in the CIA. <laughs> He's getting like some weird unsecured Gmail. Right. Him. Hello. My name is CIA. <laughs> I, I have am, a story for you. I am Mr. CIA. <laughs> Party uses MS-13 nationwide from Chicago to Dallas, Texas, from Austin, Texas to L.A. Well, okay, so okay, so the none of the East, East Coast. I was just say East of Chicago. Not a bit of the East Coast. Free of that. You just, could be in Bowling Green, Ohio. <laughs> you're totally fine. You're fine. I I would say like if you're in Bowling Green, Ohio, the likelihood that anybody knows you're there and wants to kill you is minimal. Got no. Let's remember the Bowling Green massacre, Tom. I don't know if you remember. Oh, Kelly it didn't happen. I forgot about that one. <laughs> it didn't happen. Tell us all about the Bowling, Bowling Green, Green massacre. massacre. I forgot about that. Wait a minute. Why didn't that ruin his career? Oh no. We're citing I fake massacres. <laughs> what? You know, like that's why. Like, there's a the part massacres. of me that's like, there's it's just the no other crazier of the thing. Massacres. It's awesome uh, when you're when you're creating your own massacres. Like, and then you, and the thing is, is why should anybody care what Trump has to say about anybody after he's created his own, own fake, fake massacre? massacre? I just, like, I, like when like, that happens. How do you believe him about MS-13 then? What, but the thing that kills me is that there's such, like, there's so many things that have happened that I forgot, I forgot about, about that. the Bowling Green Massacre. Every, like, 
almost everybody listening to this podcast right now also forgot you about that. You know who hasn't forgotten? The people that were victims Bowling of Green. the Bowling Green Massacre, Tom. <laughs> never forget. They never forget. <laughs> never forget. That's what we need. We need a Bowling Green Massacre shirt. Never forget. Oh, my. That's that is need. another great idea. That's what we need. You know what else we need? Huh? We need one of those stupid fucking ribbons. You know what I mean? Yes. We need a Bowling, we need green. A bowling green Massacre ribbon. Uh, what color should it be, guys? Uh, what color should oh, it be? We need green. We need it to be. How is it not? How is it what not? What color green should it be, though? There's many shades. Let us know what yeah, color green it needs stupid, to be. It needs we to be like one of those stupid Absolutely. bumper stickers. Absolutely. We need to make a magnet. That's yes. the Bowling Green Massacre. Oh, God. Yeah. Never forget. I love it. It's topical. It's <laughs> They use them as their secret army, and they know Trump's got a war going against MS-13 and has wiped thousands of them out. How many do you think like there are? There's of them. <laughs> thousands? Where are they? Where are these people? Where's the front lines of this war? I want to know where the front lines of this war is. I, is it is it 1989 again, where there's just like... The, ga- the streets are ruled is by there, gangs. Is, is there and a Terminator shit? somewhere that just got landed and is the fuck? Like, well, I feel like every time he talks, we should hear dun 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 dun. Arrested <laughs> <laughs> thousands more. Because what else isn't in the news? When MS 13 fights back, they're getting smoked by the U.S. military all over this country right now. And they- where is any of this happening? This what? is the what? U.S. military happen? is like engaged Wait, in firefights what? with criminal street gangs from El Salvador and nobody's talking about this. It's real hush hush, Tom. How is this not ha- like we? You, know, you live in Chicago. Yeah. Did you not? Would you not have heard somebody, that this happened? Somebody shoots up a school in Houston and it's the it's the news for 12 straight days. MS-13 is having firefights with the U.S. military, military? on our streets, and nobody hears anything about it. And it's a secret that it's the it's CIA like, has to tell us about? Thousands of these people are disappearing <laughs> as they get <laughs> yeah, killed like, and rounded well, up. And the thing is, is, they said that there are only 50 or so of these people are immigrants, right? So the rest of them are all natural Home citizens, grown, right? These are all natural. Thousands of natural citizens are just up and disappearing. And everybody's just like, huh, that's weird. By the U.S. military? What do you want from McDonald's? Uh, yeah. <laughs> are we? What are we going to watch on Netflix tonight? What is, what, did you want pickles on that or no? This Democrat dirtbag's pissed. Her meth-dealing army is in the crosshairs, you dirty, old, evil, globalist whore. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? Ah, what? He can't even control himself anymore. He called Nancy Pelosi a whore. <laughs> Get out of here with your big whore mouth. <laughs> Who's paying Nancy Pelosi? The fuck? I don't know that I pay, but I definitely wouldn't turn it down. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, it's, come on, it's, it's Nancy free. Pelosi. I, she's a slut, not a whore. She, there is a Nancy diff- Pelosi. If you're listening, give me a call. That's all I'm saying. Bring a. Uh, Bring bring MS thirteen. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's get weird, Nancy. Come on. <laughs> it's only weird if you make it weird. <laughs> I'm just I'm just fucking railing her next to some dude with a neck tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's got 
got like all the people. It's got like 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 Roman numerals. All the people he killed or whatever. <laughs> Every time she comes, you get a, one of those fucking uh, teardrop <laughs> tattoos. Teardrop on your face. I say eye drop. While you're having Vine sex with her, the worst part is while you're having sex with her, you got to dodge all the U.S. military that's trying to shoot you. <laughs> It's like, you know, it's aerobic. I'm Come fast. You. The air force is coming. <laughs> Whatever. Make it more. The more, the merrier. Come on in. Strike in this thing. <laughs> in this thing. <laughs> in this thing. It's old lady pussy. Uh, All right. Call it it's what fine. it is. Ring a bell. <laughs> oh, I want to. Can I hear him call her? I just want to hear do, it one yeah. more time. Uh-huh. I want to hear the whole. Because he, here's him winding up. Look at his face. His face. Just go and pause it at 55 and look at his face. It's amazing. All right. So this is him winding up. By the U.S. military all over this country right now. And this Democrat dirtbag's pissed. Her meth-dealing army is in the crosshairs. You dirty, old, evil, globalist whore selling this country out. You're a pimp. Sorry, not a whore. You use a- Oh, thanks. Oh, uh, Thank goodness. Oh, I'm glad uh, he called it back, Tom. Right. I was a little worried. For so wait a minute. If she's the pimp and she's selling the country, then we're the whores. <laughs> he just called you a whore, America. Jesus. You know, you shouldn't take that. You should send the military after him. <laughs> no, no. If I'm a whore, I want my money. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, my Pelosi, phone. where's my money? Where's my cut of this shit? <laughs> I'm giving up my ass. Dust <laughs> is whores. Here is the monster pig. Here is the monster pig. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, God. I love that he just, like, a whore. <laughs> Yells at her. That's fucking you know, amazing. Like responsible journalists do. It's uh, fucking baller. We got a, a message from Elvis, and Elvis sent. Oh my God, the story is amazing! Um, and it's a story uh, uh, from Science Mag, and it's a story about a Republican who says that rocks tumbling into the ocean are causing sea levels to rise. He's basically saying that the reason why there has been this this <laughs> His displacement increase, <laughs> increase in 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 water levels is because rocks falling in have displaced enough water to make sea levels rise. And at one point in this article, Tom, he's talking about how, well, they haven't risen as much as they said. And the one person's like, yeah, you only took sea levels from one place. You didn't take them from many places. He's like, well, what is, did I do it wrong? Like, yeah, you did yeah, it I wrong. Know. The answer's like, yeah, you did it wrong. Yeah, the yeah. earth isn't all yes. one place. Yeah. You need more <laughs> measurements than that. And he's just like, well, the white cliffs of Dover are falling in. It's like, this is a guy who's like, okay, so if I have a bathtub full of water... And I, I displace some of the water with my soft, shitty, flabby body. Right, right. The water rises. And it's like, all right, you know, yeah, it's true. But I feel like you've got an issue of scale here, big guy. <laughs> like, has he never seen the ocean? Is he unfamiliar he's, with its he's like fucking grandeur? He's like from Iowa or something. He's just like, what an ocean? What's it? I've seen rivers, but I've never seen an ocean before. That's I mean, like, got to be it. It's a, you want to be like, get a swimming pool. <laughs> Put a yardstick in your swimming pool. And then throw, and then throw like a handful of throw, gravel. Throw 150 there. pounds of stone in there. Yeah. You know? And, throw and, a ton of gravel. Right. Like, you could throw almost a ton of gravel in there. Yeah, it's going to displace some, but it's not going to displace that much. Right. You know what I mean? Like even just in a swimming pool. Like you could see this in a tub. Like, this is like, like this is a guy who doesn't understand how big 
the fucking oceans you know, are. He's from Alabama too. Don't they border the ocean? Okay, yeah. Okay, he's from Alabama, so we can't read. And he's never they, been to a science class. Doesn't Alabama have a coastline? So story. This this is from uh, Nicholas. Uh, Nicholas is is writing about my um, query as to what's the big deal with Hollywood. And he brings up a good point. He basically says, look, you know, for some people. Hollywood is very influential. And he basically says pop culture for some people is very influential um, in terms of making people feel connected to the larger world. And if you are, if you are part of a religious group, you're basically an isolationist. You want to keep people away from pop culture and away from, you know, things that would pull people into the larger sphere of the world. Um, And that's a great point. And I appreciate Nicholas's email very much because that, now that makes sense. Sure, yeah, yeah. Got a message. Um, this is from Devin, and Devin says that he knows that Tom was worried, wanted uh, the the guy in last week's story to be 69 for posterity. He's like, but I'll do you one better. The pastor was 63, and rule 63 of the internet is that everything has a gender-bent version on the internet. In other words, a male creep has a female creep counterpart. Great. Uh. Just Great. Thanks for weird, yeah. the internet. <laughs> we got a message from Matt, and uh, this is Matt number one. And uh, he was saying that uh, we were talking, was, in, this, in this message, he talks about pedophiles. And he says, he says, you know, that one of the reasons why church might attract creeps is that, you know, you can hide who you are. You can basically hide that you're a creep and maybe hide yourself away from being a creep by an attempt sort of, sort of forcing you to be celibate in some way. Right. So, so he says, you know, if you're, if you're a pedophile, says, this is what he says. Being a pedophile is no different to being gay or straight. It's not a choice. So you're 13, you start having these urges and you realize your biology has put you into the most reviled group in Western culture. He says later, I truly believe young pedophiles join the church because they truly don't want to act on their biology. They want to be controlled and they want to be seen as honorable human beings. We seem to have a life worth living. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's maybe. a possibility. You know, he he says he says earlier up there, he's like, what else are they supposed to do? Um, kill themselves, live a lie, or become celibate? You know, and yeah. you know the the problem I think is that celibacy is a fucking standard most people can't live up to. And if it is in fact the case, yeah, and I don't know that it is, but if it is in fact the case that being a pedophile is a sexual orientation, being celibate is your only fucking option. Right. right. Like, yeah. cause it's immoral to do anything else. Anything else Absolutely. is unacceptable. If, if that's the case. Right. Yeah. If it's, if it's sexuality se- is the same way right. as it is for celibacy is the only yeah. morally acceptable. If you can't option. choose that. If right. that's something you can't choose. I don't right. know how, how, how true or not right. true that is. I thought this was an interesting email. This is somebody that works in a pharmacy preparing the drugs yeah. um, for assisted suicide. And he basically says, you know, it, it takes a toll. Like even as somebody who's supportive. Yeah. That it it, it kind of has it has some weight. The gravity of that situation is not lost. Yeah. Um, and I did think that that was interesting. And I and I wanted to say, like, when I read this, I thought, man, I'm glad people still do it. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad the gravity of it isn't lost because sure. it's a it's a grave situation. No, sure. no pun intended. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, so, no, I I understand that. I, and I get it. You know, there's 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 something to be said about having that to be your responsibility, right? right? You're responsible for part of it at least. As somebody who like, and I know you do too, like I I am, I am about as as worked up and in favor of assisted suicide and the right to die as as, as any issue. Sure. I think it's a very powerful issue and something I, I feel very strongly about. 
I'm really grateful that despite it being difficult emotionally and morally for the doctors and pharmacists that, that work in that business, I'm glad they're brave enough to do it because it's an option I think more of us need to have. Sure. So I'm, I'm glad there's someone willing to do what's hard. Yeah. Um, we got a message. Um, this is from Ambrosius Clark. And he sent a, a, a video in. We are talking last week about batteries. And one of the things that, uh, that um, Wayne Allen Root said was that he distrusted electric batteries. And then we wondered, well, what kind of battery could right. there be? Like, what? It doesn't make any sense. Well, he sent us a message showing us a video of something that wouldn't necessarily be an electric uh, battery. Well, at least not a, you know, not a traditional, not a traditional yeah. electric battery. So we're going to put it on, post it Very on this funny. week's, on this week's show notes. Oh, this is interesting, Tom. This was, uh, this was a message from Brian and Brian says that maybe one of the reasons why creeps do it. If you're talking about Catholics is that Catholics, um, they have the little, little confession box. And if you're confessing, they, Kids especially have to come in and confess, you know, when they're young. And really the only thing that they can do that's a sin is, you know, wank a little. And so maybe they're listening to a bunch of people coming in and confessing that they wanked a little this week, which is super weird. That is super weird. I I never understood the the concept of like, well, you told somebody and now you should feel better about it. Like, like, couldn't you just be like, hey, you're supposed to be here. Can't I just tell you? I don't understand that idea. Like, no, anyway. Can't we just keep our shame secret like yeah. good people? Yeah, I know. This is a correction. Um, we someone had mentioned, uh, we had mentioned that the person had traveled to the Netherlands to get assisted suicide. Actually, he went to Switzerland. So we want to thank Eric for sending in the message to let us know that he actually did um go to Switzerland, not the Netherlands. We got a long message uh from Mo, and Mo had uh has been listening for a very long time. But uh, he was talking about the woman last week who basically we named an episode after the one who said heebie-jeebies when she was referring to people in uh, hijab, I guess, is what she was talking about. And uh, and he had this great message about vets because the woman in that, in that clip says something like, well, we should let these veterans do it. These veterans have protected us once. They should be able to do it again. And his... His comment is, he's like, how much fucking work does a vet got to do to make you happy? Lady? <laughs> I thought that's, that was that's great. number one. But, um, but there's another great, great part of this. He says, she is part of the support our troops demographic yet is so uninformed. She doesn't realize that offering vets a job opportunity that is way beneath them nearly in every case. So basically it's offering them a job that, that, that really they're way too qualified to do anyway. And it's like, well, shit, like, uh, she doesn't even realize that that like she's basically saying we should give them a gift. You dug our trenches, yeah. now you can dig our ditches. Exactly. Like, right. uh, yes. okay. Well, thanks for the generosity. Also, also racist. So <laughs> let's throw that in there. This is a message from Michael, and Michael says that uh, that last week I was talking about how anti-abortion people are getting less abortions, and uh, he says he, that there's an anecdote he wanted to share. His wife used to work at an abortion clinic years ago, and a disproportionate number of people. Came, who came in for abortions, he said like eight out of 10 would make it very clear that they disagreed with abortion and were pro-life, <laughs> but their situation just happened to be so unique that it was okay somehow. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Of course, because you're always going to rationalize it on your own. Yeah. yeah when, it yeah when it happens to you, to you right? Yeah. When it's, when it's, when it's your yeah. decision, it's different. Yeah, absolutely. It's right? very different. Yeah. Next week, we may or may not have a guest. We may. We were supposed or to have a guest not. today. But we didn't. We did not. <laughs> this is like the fourth week in a row. We got stood up at the prom. We haven't had a guest. So we were hoping to have a guest. We didn't have a guest. 
You got a show instead. <laughs> Happy days. Be sure to check out the show notes. If you want to come to our sh- live show in Chicago, the citation needed live show, we will be, uh, it'll be happening on August 11th this year. It's, it's going to be a great time. We're going to be, uh, you can meet the puzzle and the thunderstorm guys. You can meet us. Uh, it's going to be at the victory biograph theater here in Chicago. Uh, tickets are on sale now. So if you want to get your tickets, um, they are going to definitely sell out before soon. So you're going to want to get your tickets soon. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. If, if you're thinking about going, should I go? Yeah, you should go. Yeah, it'll it's be, gonna be fucking awesome. Last time when we did uh, Gam here, we did Gam at the same place. Right. So they, they, the puzzle and it thunderstorm was a great guys time. did a Gam. It was a packed house. We had a great time. It was a great theater to have a have a have a really show is. in. Yeah. And then we went all all went across the streets of the Red Lion, and it was literally scathing atheist and Cogdis fans packed the entire place. Yep. And we just sat there and drank Owned and it. hung out, Owned and it, it was a great time. So if you want to come out and hang out. Check it out, August 11th. And if you haven't checked out Citation Needed, you should go listen to a couple of episodes. If you're interested in what a live show sounds like, we did a Ned Kelly episode live in Australia. You can check that one out. Um, there's a lot of other great episodes out there, though. So take a look. If you haven't listened to it yet, give it a try. Uh, it's a lot of fun. To, it's a lot of fun to write, and it's a lot of fun to read. So if you want to come check it out, you can check it out live this August. Tickets on sale. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we're going to leave you, like we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.